But when you're Marky Mark, you can do what you want. I bet that makes him so mad. So I was like, Marky Mark! I think it still happens to him to this day. Like, it, it, ne- it never does hurt him. Oh, yeah. I even Salt Bay was probably like, Marky Mark, come to get some of my, some of my elbows. I don't know. I bet he gets real pissy. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. But he's already, he's already got that fucking attitude. Marky Mark, you want to do a death pop? <laughs> That's my favorite Mark Wahlberg movie. Really? The other guys? Mine's Boogie Nights. Oh, you see his dick, that's why you like it. Yeah, it's like the most obvious prosthetic penis. Well, he goes, I've only ever taken one thing from a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever taken one prop from a movie. Hey, cheers and welcome to From Behind the Barcast, the podcast for bartending. Service. Service industry. Industry and drinking in general. I'm Paxton, this is Clint. And cheers. what are we drinking today? Well, I'll tell you what we're drinking because I came up with it. All right, you're not going to believe <laughs> this. Okay. I took some dark rum. Mm-hmm. By Crujan. Crujan. And it's the Blackstrap Molasses Dark Rum. And I mixed it with some ginger beer. Ooh, and a little bit of lime. Squeeze lime. And we have a dark and stormy. Yes. Not in stormy, because that's trademarked. Oh, right. Because, well, you can tell yeah. the folks. We, you, so we, look, we looked into the origin of the dark and stormy. Because I was going to call it a rum and ginger beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, it's a rum and ginger beer. With like, a I lime. Mean, technically, with a lime. <laughs> With a lime wheel, though. Mm. The wheel makes it real fancy. And now I'm, man, when I'm not at work. And I, you do lime? I do, I do I lime wheels the now. I lime wheel, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so Gosling's and uh, Barrett apparently in the 90s had some beef and then Gosling's trademarked Dark and Stormy. But we looked the up. The name of the drink, not the drink. Not the drink. The name of the drink. So you can't use so Dark and Stormy. This is illegal Dark and Stormy. This is illegal. Right? If you don't use <laughs> Gosling's Dark's clubbing seal rum right, and yeah. Gosling's ginger beer, it's technically illegal. It's a not a dark and stormy. It's what it's a rum and ginger beer. Right, yeah. It's a Paxton special. Yeah, so that's what we made. TM, motherfucker. TM. I, it's illegal if you make this without calling <laughs> yeah, it a fucking yeah. bar cast, motherfucker. <laughs> calling it a bar cast. Dark, well, the, a dark the re- and bar cast. The reason they call it a dark and stormy is because uh, a sailor by the name of William S. Scuttlebutt mm, yeah, yeah. from the oh, Royal Naval Academy of Air Force... Mm-hmm. From 1860. In, in, in old England. The 1860 Air Force. He said, you'd have to be a fool or a dead man <laughs> to sail under a sky with a stormy <laughs> color <laughs> such as this. So, if you guys didn't know, that's the origin of Dark I know most of you were very, very <laughs> curious. They're like, Wait, tell me what it is. Now you know. I must know. <clears throat> now you know. You can also find us on Instagram at from behind the barcast you can email us from behind the barcast at gmail.com we have a p.o box p.o box 191 tybee allen georgia 31328 send us any t-shirts or bar stuff or cups or fucking anything that you Lime feel wheel. like sending we're also on facebook and we're on youtube just search paxton eugene or from behind the barcast and today we're gonna open up with uh, a little shout out to our university system in the u.s of a because i dealt with a uh a bit of the university system in the, well, at least in the southern states of the U.S. of A. <clears throat> this weekend. And the first one was, I'm going to call him the physics cowboy, because this guy came in. And very nice dude, but, I mean, gleaming white cowboy hat on. Oh, like a nice super. I mean, it was like, yeah, it was like legit, like he got He it hangs it a, up every night in a perfect yeah, place. Yeah, and someone it's gifted it. a box for it. Someone gifted it to him for riding a horse for X amount of hours or something okay. like that. You know what I mean? Like, he was you on Yellowstone, got you it. Don't, yeah, you don't walk into a fucking 
You don't walk into any old hat store and get this son of no. bitch right here. You know, he wasn't I mean? from High Tide. <laughs> no, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it didn't have frilly edges or anything. Oh like yeah, that, you know. So uh, he comes in, and uh, the reason I believe that it went, believe him when he said this is because he wasn't telling anyone of interest that would have been that that this would have seemed like uh, cool to or uh, this wouldn't have impressed anyone that he was telling. But he was like, "Yep, last year of uh, my physics degree at the University of it was a." Pretty big Southern University. I can't remember what it was. It was in Louisiana somewhere, something like that. There's, <clears throat> there's just LSU, I think, right? Well, there's I mean Louisiana, Lafayette, maybe. I don't know. Lafayette, Louisiana Tech. But in there, there's like a. Um, well, there's a law. Tulane is like a pretty. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah the was, green wave of Tulane. It might not have even been fucking Louisiana. Well, anyway, so this guy is, gra- is graduating with a degree in physics, and the next day I was pulling out of my house, and I see the same gentleman from the night before, walking down the street with jeans on and mind you here in south georgia it's 101 degrees it's been a warm week plus humidity no shirt and the cowboy hat and i was like i think your physics degree should tell you that the more skin like yeah that it's just showing here maybe pop the hat off maybe take the cowboy boots off maybe take the jeans off i I took a year of physics you learn about thermodynamics first (laughs) year first week so i'm like if you're fucking in charge of engineering any anything that i'm ever going to ride in or or ride on maybe it was cowboy physics (laughs) this is how you kick a horse in his ass and make it run this is you know (laughs) maybe his front of temple grandin he's getting back to been back to the farm you know what Maybe he's maybe he's just like I like the way the jeans feel. It feels like a hug. <laughs> the jeans and the hat together. We promise there'll be a week we don't talk about Temple, but it's not it was, this it, was one. it was supposed to be this week. And someone mentioned it, they were like, uh, I think you talk about Temple Grandin more than you talk about drinks now. <laughs> well, yeah, well, have you seen watch the, movie? the movie? Have you seen 100% the hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes? Is all I'm saying. <laughs> so then, on the other, not on the other end of that spectrum, but in the same vein, um, there we had a group come in. They're from another pretty big southern university and one girl started taking a liking to one of our servers because i guess he did a shot with her or something like that and uh one of your more attractive servers no he's no more, no, no, no not at all okay. no it wasn't hunter so I was, I was just thinking i was like so it wasn't hunter or one of the girls so okay she, so she was like where are you from you know and he goes oh i'm from australia well, alex is cute okay, yeah alex, alex oh, yeah, cute. yeah yeah well, he's a, but he's a bartender though. he's a bartender not a server so uh, he goes, I'm from Australia. I come here on the weekend. She goes, oh, hush. No, you're not. So right <laughs> Did there, he I use was an like, Australian accent? No, no, he didn't even use an Australian <laughs> accent. So right then I was like, oh, they're having like a fun little discourse. So then she goes, no, really? He goes, no, I'm from Australia. She goes, listen here. I ain't stupid. And you, that story you're telling me, I don't believe it. And he's not trying to fucking... He's not using he, an accent. He's not giving any effort into making say this. he knew Brett or no, anything? No, no, no. Oh, he he was literally just going... No, why don't you get it? I'm from Australia, and I come here on the weekends. She goes, listen, I'm about to graduate college, and I'm not stupid. You ain't fooling me, mister, into thinking that you're from Australia and that you come here on the weekends. And even he was dumbfounded. He was like, I can't believe she's still playing This isn't fun anymore. She just kept harping on like, she's like, I'm not stupid. You're not going to fucking convince me that you're from Australia. Anyone that keeps saying I'm not stupid. (laughs) Exactly. I'm pretty questionable. If you start mentioning things like I'm 27 years old, I'm not stupid. I can do magic. Watch my thumb. (laughs) It's like, so what what is the level of what being stupid is or stupid isn't in your town? Like, do you not eat the... Do you take? Do you not take the fucking? Do you take the cheese off of the wrapper? I mean, the wrapper off of the cheese yeah. before you eat it. She's not uh, eating a urinal cake in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's been doing great. She, she peels the orange before she eats it. Yes. Yeah, oh, she's smart, dude. You see? I'm only eating one banana in the bunch peeled. <laughs> she took the orange part off of that orange before she ate it. The next thing she's gonna do is not eat the seeds. <laughs> 
she spit the seeds out of that watermelon when she was eating it. It's interesting, though, because I went to school in Valdosta for a year, mm-hmm. and you would meet some uh, similar-sounding folks to her, and then you would have, sure. like, those that had traveled there from places with uh, a little more common dialect to uh, the average American. Sure. But you definitely would meet some, like, yeah, I'm here because my mama went to school here, and... Uh, I'm getting a communications degree, yeah. I think, uh, or general studies. I might major in general studies. Uh, that's not a major, lady. That's a, you just done a little bit of everything. Yeah, you yeah. have no degree that's palpable. But, but what is a degree now any fucking ways, honestly, except a fucking... Uh, I'm waiting tables and doing a, a podcast yeah, with, uh, with two science degrees. So. Yeah, exactly. Any degree today, like, I mean, now, like... It, you have to have a next level degree to do almost anything. Right, exactly. Like, I could go, t- I could go TA and teach labs with my degree now. I was going to say, but even as a teacher, you're not respected and, and oh, not paid. I will not, and not make paid what I make your, right now. Yeah, and you're not paid enough for your, for your education. My, my hourly buy would be terrible. If you just to went to vocational now. classes in fucking high school and learned how to be a fucking oh, yeah. plumber or an electrician or a fucking drywall when hanger. When I tile, I made more money than I would have. Yeah, teaching. you're going to make more, way more than you would teaching but or fucking. Ha- just without a master's and higher yeah. education degree. Like you have to keep going to get there. And it's a, it's a ridiculous waste of time. I had to take a year of Especially history. Especially if you're not paying for it as you go. If you have a fucking $150,000 fucking student loan when oh, you're yeah. done, you're fucked. I, so I got lucky where I had saved money. going. I went to college for a year, dropped out for quite some time. When I went back, I had saved up money to pay for it myself. And I, got, I knew how to apply for scholarships. But I didn't get the hope again, which is if you're not from here, you have a 3.0, you get free school. But I didn't get the hope again until my junior year. So I paid for two years of college out of pocket. And then yep. when I ran out of money, I started taking loans out. And I paid back. I just finished paying my loans off. I paid back like 103% or 105% more than I took out. And that was, and I paid it back pretty wow. quick. What's the starting interest rate, though? Uh, it was up to 8.1 when I took out max loans. Holy so I took, shit. So my last, my last year, I was getting two degrees at once, basically. So I had to take, I couldn't work. So I had to take out money to support myself. So I took max loans out. Yeah. So with that came the, the, the initial loan they'll give you with yep. no, it, no interest at all until you graduate. After a year of graduation, then you start getting interests. Oh, but right. the, the add-on for the extra money, which is just cash, was immediately at 8.1%. So when I got out, it was the other one, the other half at this percent, and then 8.1%. So it was a lot of money. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's smart to give people a four-year degree and be like, all right, you're out. You're going to make 35 grand a year, and you owe 15 grand a year. So Yeah, right, yeah. You know. And then at, does the interest accrue as you go over time, yeah. like fucking if you're in arrears? And, and for reference, 40 years ago, to go to college, there was 31 – It was now it's 31 times the same amount to go to a public college as it was 40 right, years yeah, ago. Right, yeah, yeah. 31 times. Because they started to realize like, – we know the economy's gone up that much, well, right? Well, the, the bubble burst between like, uh, like, okay, college education got you ahead 40 years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. You were automatically ahead 40 years ago. Oh, yeah. Ago. Now a college education, you're automatically behind because you owe so much fucking money. And, and, and now and they're, they're, milk classes. I, mean, I took history, uh, the USA – before 1872, and then I take a year of history. Guess what? I would never have needed going to PA school <laughs> to know jack shit yeah. about American history or like English beyond writing papers. There was just so much cl- I had to. T- I took fitness walking for <laughs> goddamn sake. I took a class <laughs> called fitness walking. <laughs> You, you can had, take bowling at one. <laughs> I took scuba diving also. My other PE credit was scuba diving. <laughs> because, you, but you know why I took that class? I was a freshman at Valdosta State, and my roommate was like, hey, my friend took this last semester, and it was just him and another person and all girls. So we would smartly just stay right behind the group of girls yeah, and just yeah. watch booties. Yeah, right. Yeah. And after about six, seven. That's an A-plus booty. 
Well, <laughs> after about six, seven classes, the German teacher was like, you are boys, you have to win. And he was like, if you don't finish first every day, you're going to take off oh, your grade. Oh, wow, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Some of them girls were serious as shit. Oh, and like, so had, then, like the moves they do. So then if you started like being actually competitive, then the girls were like, uh, oh, we, fuck this. We had yeah. to fucking cheat. We would get out of sight. <laughs> and we would like run. And they would try to tell us. And he, I was like, you put us in a position where we have to cheat to win. He made us watch videos. If you're ever bored, go watch Fitness Walking in the Olympics. It's a fucking real thing. And yeah, because like a, those hips are going fucking crazy. We watched a video of like how to do that. And there was like two girls that were like, Next class. Their hips are touching the- their elbows almost. Yeah, right? it's, it's yeah. such a weird. I mean, their armpits. There's a weird way to do all that moving, and I was like, let's just run. Because the first couple of classes, we would just get high as shit and be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm walking for fitness. Yeah. It seems oxymoronic. Trying to fitness, fitness walking. <laughs> somewhere is what I was hey. trying to do. A plus on that one. Yeah, I could not get an A plus in getting laid in college. I got two <laughs> thumbs down. I got a D. You're always behind them. You should have been in front of them I, talking to them. I guess so. I did not do very well in college. My game was terrible during my college aged years. I never went to college. But during my college aged years, I was fucking, I had like zero game. It was, it was because I'd never worked in the service industry. See, I had a little bit, yeah. but not. I worked at Papa's on Whitmarsh and then on the Dolphin Reef in the summer out here. But I just didn't, like, I, I, I fell in love with a girl, like my seventh or eighth week there i hooked up with one chick and then i fell in love with this chick and like i only got hooked up with her one time like one weekend i guess we came to savannah and we hooked up on the way here like two times it was fantastic we'd sit on the side of the road get here go to the club and meet some of my friends and party and she fucks my homeboy <laughs> uh. yeah well i had to stay in the next adjoining room while they aren't so yeah you were on a trip here she and i came together <laughs> And she would never smoke weed because she made her too horny, and I got her to get high on the way there here because I knew it would go down, and it went down. Like so, your plan worked. It halfway, worked, and the then we got half. to the club and like hung out, and then we went back to my friend's yeah. house, and then they hooked up, and I was in the other room watching the Family Guy on DVD. Could you hear anything? No, I had the TV on. I, at first, I could. I was like yeah. all the way up because oh, she was right, very yeah. vocal, and like she never gave it up again. Weed makes me horny, Clint. Yeah. She no, she was real she drove a, a single cab pickup truck. Oh, nice. A full-size like Dodge pickup truck. Oh, wow. Um, I don't smoke weed. I mean, I used to smoke when I was younger or whatever, but I never smoked weed when I had a service industry job. It's and, different sometimes. And I quit um I quit smoking when I was like 24 or 25 just because I started having panic attacks. Like I I smoked a lot I, like I barely drank um until I was like 24 25 because like i didn't care about going out to bars or anything like i was always like in bands and stuff and we would get high and just play music and stuff and like so right. you know we'd like eat acid and mushrooms and drink sometimes or whatever but it was always like at a, at a house party or it's you know just at someone's house or in a field somewhere you know it was sort of like our high school days Speaking of being here, southern yeah, <laughs> right, in exactly. a field somewhere yeah and um so like so it didn't matter to me but uh, one day i was one day i smoked like i normally would and my heart was like thumping, and I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck, man?" I was like, "Ah, that was nothing." The next day, you know, the rest of the night, I was like, well, "I'm not smoking again." I watched the labyrinth and went to sleep, whatever. So the, the non-stressful movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where's that baby? <laughs> Toby. <laughs> I didn't mean it, Toby. Come back. Why is his dick so big? <laughs> I mean, his dick was big because I read this. Um, if, if, if you've never seen Labyrinth, David Bowie had a giant cock in it. Well, he's got a he had a giant cock <laughs> he had in a real giant life. cock elsewhere also. But um, well, I read this Rolling Stone article, and he dated one of his managers. He was like, when he was younger, he like sort of went between guys and girls. Like, he was more girls than guys, but he didn't really give a fuck. I mean, he fuck was, Mick Jagger. He, so. he was David Bowie, you know, whatever. Him and Mick Jagger totally. Mm, yeah, for sure. That they video at least yeah, that yeah. shoes on and stuff. But um. So they were interviewing his manager in this Rolling Stone article, and he goes, uh, 
Uh, the first time David walked across the room naked, his, his giant shaft, like a weighty pendulum, swinging to and fro <laughs> as, he crossed, as he crossed the corridor or whatever. I was like, nice. She drank darkness for me. So <laughs> yeah. With that accent. No, it was a guy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the next day I tried to smoke again. The story was about weed. I almost got all the way into David Bowie's penis. <laughs> so the next day I tried to smoke again, and the same thing happened. Which I didn't realize at that point was a fucking panic attack. Was so, it sativa or indica? Or I, that man, age you, yeah, I didn't know that. This much was like tw- I was like twenty three. When or I was something. that young, I wasn't really aware. of And the, in two thousand and four and five, like it was like beasters. Yeah, that, this beasters. is what I knew. Yeah, there was the weed that you got from everybody. Yeah, and then the beasters that were like yeah. twenty or bucks. Swag. More. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, or it was eighty percent seeds. Yeah, there wasn't fucking. It was like either weed without seeds or weed with a bunch of seeds. Like those. Were See, the I was getting outdoor then. It was like halfway yeah. through there, so you got oh, a few gotcha, seeds. Yeah. So it would look like beasters, but you'd open up a bud and seeds would fall out the middle. Right, yeah. And yeah. you're like, you yeah, so this was just, either, it was either really brown or really green or with some orange flecks in it or something. So I started having these panic, panic attacks. And so then I was like, well, if I can't do this one thing that's sort of been like a part of my life since I was 15 or 16, and which I thought was like a creative catalyst for me. Which is for a lot of folks. I mean, it definitely. can be. But once I stopped and I would like record music at night. Uh, like when I was super high, I'd record music at night and listen to it the next day. I'd be like, I would think it was genius the night yeah. before. And the next day I'd be like, who the fuck made that last night? This recording was this ruined. This is the dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard. Like that, thing, that part I thought was genius last night is fucking stupid. So, um, so that's when I started drinking. And because, because then even when I wouldn't smoke weed, I knew what a panic attack was. Or my mind had the, had the feeling of a panic attack. When alcohol will kind of relax that a little 100%. bit. hundred percent. The first time I ever drank wild turkey was because I was like having a thing and like I didn't have access to like Xanax or anything like that. This turkey looks like he's calming. I'll so, well, I, I was just like 101 proof. I'm gonna fucking take four shots of that and I would take a Were couple you with the shots. jinx? <laughs> no, no, no. I was at a liquor store. I went to a liquor. I was like, I gotta do something. Oh yeah. So now I've learned to control. Like I haven't had a panic attack in a long time. Didn't you try smoking again a few years ago? Yeah, though? yeah, yeah. So when I moved <laughs> in with my current roommate, you know, he smokes all day, every day. I was like, I'll try. And I did. I was able to smoke a little bit. But then one night I was at work and I smoked and I was like. Oh, that's not that's not a place. If you're not into it like that. Right. It's like yeah. you say about work, like I can. I've had certain jobs where I could smoke. Yeah. But my current job, like one of the owners smokes weed and he'll come in. And it'll be like 830. But hey, let's go outside and smoke. I'm like. First off, it's flour, so I can't go smoke flour and then go back and then inside walk back in, you'll be, and be uh, like, hey, how are you guys? Yeah, so, I'm so hungry, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and I, I, you know, I smoke a pen a lot when I go I yeah, use yeah. a pen for public usage because sure. it doesn't smell. But, As everyone does, I think. But I can't I, – I don't write anything down for the most part unless it's a table of, of more than like four. six people or yeah. something like that. And we've got you – know, two. most people get two courses, so there's a lot to remember. So if I'm high, I'll get the computer and be like – I know she had a fish, and we've got three fish tonight. So which one was it? And he I've had a steak at a temperature. And uh, what temperature? Oh, I know. No, I can, I can, I can run that one. Medium rare. Everything's medium rare if I right, forget the yeah, steak temp. Yeah. Because you can always go. Yeah. Like, oh man, that, that grill oh, guy's new. Oh, he thought, did he send it out medium rare? I'm sorry. You wanted it. You said you wanted it medium. Medium well. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I wrote down right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put it back I in. I threw the paper away. My bad. Yeah. You but can't, like when you, you when I'm, you can add temperature, you can't take. I it I don't away. get anxiety when I'm high at work, except for when I get the computer. I'm like, so what I do now, and I don't smoke a lot at work like I, usually it's but when the last order is in like the last entree order yeah if i'm having a rough day i'll go outside hit the, hit the pin like twice but i don't get like lifted but that's sort of like when the shift is winding down you're right. not taking any more orders you're I mean, just i mean maybe dessert's gonna come in but yeah. nothing else but i don't because otherwise i'll 
one, I ramble when I talk anyways. Yeah. If you get me high, yeah. I'll stand at a table for way too long. So did you learn this by doing it? You're like Trial and error. Yeah. Trial and error. When I worked at Garibaldi's, which was a high-volume uh-huh. lot of work. In, and it's like and a, a pretty high-end restaurant, too, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it was a lot of running around. And I got to a point where I was the head server at a very young age there. So I had to do more than just wait on my section. Sure. And I had lots of large parties. But I worked at a restaurant, we'll call it uh, Billy's, okay. on Wilmington Island. Uh, B-I-L-I, <laughs> apostrophe yes, Billy's. Apostrophe Billy's. Amazing chef, one of the best chefs in Savannah. <laughs> Shout out to guy. Beer uh, <laughs> Beer Bali. Beer Smalley. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, his, um, one of the people that I worked with was hard to deal with. And so the girl I was dating that also worked there, but only at night, was like, why don't you smoke before you work with her? And I was like, I don't know, I'll try it. And it actually worked that time because I knew the menu so well at the time, so I wasn't going to forget anything. But I only did it before lunch shifts because there was an hour and a half before we opened. So I'd smoke before I left the house. I had an hour and a half to open, so I was just kind of high. And by the time we got going, she would kind of right. back away. Yeah, because I would think like if, if, you had, if you're working with a high-stress person and you got high – that would widen the gap between your stress level and the other person's stress level. Yeah, so yeah. it would be like, it would make it worse, but it actually made it more tolerable. It did, just because she was so stressed But it out wouldn't have been time. as tolerable if you'd have had a menu that you weren't 100% if familiar with. If I had just started with. there, I would have quit, because it was too right, much. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just, and, and being high before work, like, um, if you're not, like, because you're you have specials every night at Circa. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, at so least, like at least there's new info every time you walk in. Well, so it's not one of the nice, not I guess nice things. We're we're tourist based, so a lot. I mean, we're seventy percent tourists, so our specials don't vary as much as they did at other places, which is good and bad. It's bad for the locals, but. It keeps this kitchen consistent with all the kitchen turnover right now. It's nice to actually have a pretty stable special list. Like Fridays and Saturdays, they run a bunch of different stuff. But during the week, it's usually what's left over from, you know, they had on Saturday night, and we'll have that Monday, Tuesday, and then nothing Wednesday. Sell the fish. It's about to turn. And then Thursday. uh, This is when the staff gets it. when the fish is going to turn. We get get fried fish sometimes. But so that makes it a little more easy. I've been there so long that the previous chef would just re-through old specials. Most like I mean, seventy percent of the time they were old. Yeah, right. So I knew them so already. So it was something that you had already. Sorry, knew, but I still didn't. Also, getting high in a restaurant that has a lot of garlic and butter on their dishes is a terrible fucking idea when you have unlimited access to bread. Oh right. Yeah. Because I get hungry. You yeah. get hungry when you get high. And you can just pick at something. And I work out three days a week before work, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm hungrier than normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I'm hungrier than normal, and I got to... Worked out hungry and high all together. And there's and bread there's and whipped butter, butter <laughs> and garlic and extra food all the time. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. give me this. I'm boxing out. I'm like, getting that goes mine. Like, I'm making bad culinary choices at an 8.30 on, a, on, a, on choices. a Thursday. Yeah. But man, it tastes good. Because it just smells so good in our restaurant. Right. Kitchen's open air. Like, it's open to the, to yeah. the bathroom pretty much. So... Yeah. The smell just waft through. Well, that was the thing. Something Bourdain said. He goes, people, like, there's one, there's one, like, uh, basically well-known, unkept secret that most people don't know about why restaurant food is so fucking good. You know, and different from the way you cook it at home is because in the back of that fucking kitchen, they're putting so much butter and oil and oh, salt yeah. and whatever on everything. So imagine if you're a person that doesn't work in the industry and you go out to eat once or twice a week. That's the only time that you're intaking it. Like, you have no idea what's, like, the caloric intake. There's no calories on the menu And you don't want to know, really. You know, that's why you're going out to eat. You're going out to fucking whatever. So it's going to be very unlike when you cook at home. So it's much more measured for yourself. Of course, yeah. And you should be. And because you're only doing it, 
you know, at, at, at small intervals. If you're working in that same place and you have access to every one of those tasty little things at all times. I, I only recently stopped eating at, at, at work at all. And it's just because it's so After like, what, nine years? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Because I would still pick it stuff, you know what I mean? It was always like, like a pizza that didn't get picked up or whatever. Every day there's so yours something. Here's just pizza. Like yeah. my, mine is escargot comes out a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the window for three minutes. We don't serve it, so I got we got to eat it, and it's just butter and butter garlic. And snails, but yeah. you have to have bread. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So you cut up that French bread, and then yeah. now you're eating. I mean, I'm eating a piece of bread yeah. that's an inch thick by two inches wide yeah. for every other bite of escargot, and then there's butter yeah. and garlic. So you soak it all up, and get, mm, it's so good. But yeah, and then the temptation is there all the fucking time, every and like, day. So normally I lose weight during the summer, but after watching the last pod or watching editing the last podcast on fucking YouTube, we could get you a corset. I feel a little fat, my, my friends. <laughs> I need a hug machine to squeeze my sentence in. I need a hug machine to squeeze my sentence in. It's like being fat when you're not. Speaking of being fat, you want to go uh, eat some food? Yeah. Um, well, let's. I, I, got, I got one more topic for you, and it's. Uh, it's. It has nothing to do with. Uh, oh, did the did the sous vide timer go off? Not yet. We okay. Got, cool. We have like we have seven minutes left. All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, well we can fill up that seven minutes. Um, and this uh, this won't happen to you, but I'm sure it's happened to you before, and I just noticed it happening a lot. It's like I would figure it would have happened more over the summer than it than it has been but it hasn't but the past week i've probably watched 10 tables or 10 dirty tables people will walk up to them and sit at them for like a few minutes and now we don't have a host or a hostess whatever so i get it like you're kind of free for all and out there yeah you gotta get it where you can but they would walk up to it and then they'd sit at it and be like start looking around like what the fuck and then they'd start cleaning off the table themselves or whatever i was like that's that doesn't really help anyone because if you clean that table off and you sit there, people are going to be like, oh, they must have been taken care of by oh, another. somebody. I never thought about that. That somebody else must have come by and done that. So then you got fucking, you know, barback, like, like these people that are like, oh, someone must have them. So now you, you just trying to help and clean off the table and whatever. I'm a piler. I'll pile stuff up for you. I will pile. But I'm not. But if I'm at a bar. But that I've never been to before. I'm not going to throw it in the yeah. trash can. But the, the, but, but the same thing is, like, if you walk into a place and, like, something's dirty, it's not available yet. Right. But uh, at least go stand by it and be like, this is mine. And some people will stand by it. But now, and I've noticed it with younger people who, who are like, oh, well, I'll just, I'll just help these guys out by doing this. But then, then they get pissed when a server doesn't come over to them because all the other servers assume that they've been taken care of. That makes sense, though. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, so, well, I just, I just started processing because before when I've seen that, <clears throat> I've been like, oh, well, that's probably cool. That's kind of cool of them or whatever. But then as I've watched it happen over and over again, I was like, oh, the reason they end up pissed off at the end of the night is because all the servers yeah. think someone else has already taken care of them. Not and then they'll start, then they'll start coming up to the they like, look at the computer and see who's got which table. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not like we have a fucking, a fucking micro system in there. And then they'll start walking up to the bar like, hey, is anyone going to come see us? And finally, I, I was able to tell one person because I knew that they would accept it well. Yeah. I was like, look, man, this is what happens. If you clean the table off and sit down at it, someone else thinks that you've already been taken care server. of. Yeah, so you know? why, yeah. why go by? So speaking of uh, sitting down and eating, you have a... And we're sous vide. You brought a sous vide machine point, over. I bought the sous vide uh, cooker over my container and a 2.58 pound tomahawk ribeye that yesterday, about 30 hours ago, I rubbed with a uh, kind of a Santa Fe style seasoning I made. Okay. Well, uh, all right. So I know Montreal. Right. Montreal. That's, that's in Canada. 
That's Santa in Canada, Fe and they America. make a great steak seasoning. And Santa Fe is in Oklahoma, where Temple Grandin's from. Yes, Santa Fe, <laughs> Oklahoma. It's, <everyone's, laughs> yeah. it's the capital, yeah, right? You know stuff, yeah, yeah. But uh, just uh, some more kind of like uh, I thought I saw some green stuff in there, like parsley. Parsley? Uh, it's no, no. Is it cilantro? Do you want to guess? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll guess yeah. while we eat. Okay, okay. But it's, but it's basically it's a it's a we'll, we'll taste style when we seasoning. Come back, yeah. So um, I have a giant lodge uh, cast iron skillet. So we've been sous vide sous viding for an hour. It's, yes, it's been the sous vide for and an it's hour. It's going to be 127 Fahrenheit. 127 Fahrenheit, straight the whole time. What so would that be, Celsius? So that's uh, we'll have to ask the bridge <laughs> breaking. So I don't know. But I also rubbed it with Amish butter. I buy logs of Amish butter. Okay. It looks like a guy chopped it up with an axe to get it done because it's just all misshapen. Yeah. It's great. I buy the Irish butter, the Kerrygold Irish butter. I like Kerrygold, but I, okay, about but once every three or four months, I'll go to the market. Well, I'd, li- I'd like to get uh, Amish butter. You know, I know they do everything by it's hand. Four, four pounds of a, a chunk. But so I put the Amish butter on there and just kind of smash the steak together with it so the sous vide's into there. So when we sear it off, we're going to use a touch of oil to sure. do it. But what I've been finding I do is in the skillet, Put the fat side, the, the the thinner side down first, and use that fat to then put the steak in. Oh, I've been right, doing this yeah. for a few years. I've gotten, yeah, yeah. I eat a lot of steak. I trust you. Yeah, this is, I, this is my second steak in four days. Um, down here on at our local like IGA, like ribeyes are like eight ninety nine a pound. Oh yeah, all the fucking the time. Last ribeye, eight. So here? you can get a fucking two pack, fat boys for like oh, yeah. fourteen or fifteen bucks. If you go to like the Kroger or the Publix or anything off of this island, which normally. The further out you get here, yeah. the more expensive things are. Not IGA, lo- local grocery. I get yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, the meat's better at IGA than it is at Kroger for sure. Hundred percent. And on the same level of Publix or Fresh Market sometimes, because yeah. I think he gets their meat from Rinkin. I think they source it from. I think it's from Rinkin. Georgia Farms. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's pretty local. And not because they're trying to be organic or fucking support anything cheap. local. It's just cheaper and closer. Because yeah. Kroger shipped. Kroger meat Kroger uses the lights in their meat section where they that make it look better. Notice, you look at it when you're there, and you're like, oh, that looks so red and nice. You get home, and you're like, this shit is pink. This shit is pink. It's not red. Like They, they use, use like a they UV have, tinted they, they light or something. whatever kind that... of light there that makes the meat look better while you're in the store. Light gate at fucking Kroger. Light gate. We got to investigate. Investigative reporter. That'll be a fucking from behind the state cast investigation. <laughs> Come up with a flashlight and be like, let me see your real meat. <laughs> Sir, show me your real meat. <laughs> I've got this big frock on. I don't care. <laughs> I'm here on behalf of Temple Granite and her cow farming techniques. I'm here by the, by the order of Temple Granite. She wants to know <laughs> if those cows were, were, were those, were those cow, cows walking in circles before yeah, they were yeah. slaughtered. Don't push that cow in the water. <laughs> well, we're out of our drinks, so it's time to take our first break. We'll be right back. And we are back. Cheers. I'm, I feel like I'm steak drunk now. Uh, yeah, that, that was a lot of meat. Giant fucking ribeye that we sous vide and then, uh, and then followed up with a Stone Street Cabernet from uh, Alexander Valley, which is in Sonoma in California. So Sonoma is one of the northernmost wineries in California. So if, you know, the state's, uh, this, your book's the state. Sonoma's up here. The Mendocino's above that. Napa's right below Sonoma in Alexander Valley is in the northern part of Sonoma. Lots of mountainous region there. Are they known for their Cabernets? Because they are definitely known. Because for I love Cabernet. a good mid 2010s Cabernet. After you said you were like, I don't want no pandemic Cabernet. No. <laughs> I want pre-pandemic Cabernet yeah. or post-pandemic. I would Cabernet. like not any COVID grapes, please. <laughs> because after 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 Can you pandemic, smell the COVID grapes, they have to make it all in the toilet so that it's sanitary and safe. Yeah, <laughs> the wine wears a mask. 
<laughs> Wearing a mask is kind of you know, controversial it's at been, times. It's been, well, it's been controversial, but it's also been confusing to some people, I think, <laughs> because when I got to work the other day, Hunter, he was like, man, I wish you would have got here just a little bit earlier because I had this girl at this table and she was wearing a mask. And every time she went to eat or drink something, she would pull the mask up over her eyes. <laughs> to eat? To take a, to take take a bite of to blind, t- blind, blind eating and blind drinking, which I'm like, and I went to Walmart today to get these wine glasses and like some other shit, whatever. And I felt kind of bad because I forgot my mask and there were a lot of people masked up in there. But like, I don't like if do what you want to do. Like, yeah, if you want to fucking wear a mask, please do. You know, I'm just not going to at work. Because well, you I'm work bar- outside. And I work outside and I'm bartending, so I'm at least fucking six feet from you no matter what. <clears throat> but I was just like, she's, she pulled it up over her eyes. Yeah, he's like, I don't know why she didn't just pull it down. I was like, don't ever try and understand yeah. why yeah, don't, people don't do. fix her. Don't fix her. Let her do that. I was like, was she an adult? Give that, give that gift. Well, see, the way he described her and if he had any interest in her, she was probably between the ages of 18 and 24. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Otherwise, he wouldn't have been looking at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did he want her with the mask over her eyes? He's like, oh, this is, do I have a new fetish now? She's like, you're really hot. He's like, pull the mask down and then tell me. Yeah, yeah. Mm, never mind. <laughs> um, so uh, I have a, uh, well, the audio for this comes out on a Tuesday and the video comes out on a Thursday. But this Thursday, August 19th, I have a, uh, I'm hosting a show at the Tybee Post Theater. Um, it's called Live and Local from the Living Room. It's going to be like an interview show where I'll do an opening monologue. And then we'll introduce a band. I'll interview the band. We'll introduce another band. I'll interview them. And then, and then show's over. Uh, you say live from the living room. Mm. Is there like a couch and stuff? Yeah. So it's, oh, it's like be, real yeah. late night style? Yeah. So it's going to be late night style where uh, I do like a monologue, like 10 minutes or something like that. Maybe not even that. Then after the band gets done playing, I'm going to interview the lead singer over on a fucking a proper a de- like, desk and yeah the and only thing situation. is um we don't have a desk so it's like I'll, I'll you know it'll be like couch and couch or something like okay that. yeah but um just to spoil the joke i'm gonna wear like super short shorts and they can't see you behind yeah there. well the thing was i'm gonna be like they told me this was on zoom <laughs> so, <laughs> i was gonna be doing this from zoom and then when i showed up they're like oh we'll find a desk for you Nah, they couldn't find a desk so, so <laughs> this is what, what you they brought you like a high school like a desk <laughs> yeah. with, a little, with a little thing on you're like i can sleep on this i'm like the fucking uh the 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 high school pe teacher my balls are gonna be hanging out the fucking <laughs> side of my little short shorts there run boys <laughs> but uh after the break we always have the uh the karen of the oh, week shit it's the karen of the week it's the Karen of the week oh shit who Karen who's our Karen of the week brought to brought to us by this week this Karen of the week is brought to you by Grant again again from last week but Grant is a foregone eHarmony because it's full of booga wolves as Grant said (laughs) and I'm not sure but they're on eHarmony if you want to search booga wolves on eHarmony you didn't even use that term earlier when you were telling me (laughs) about this shit you know why because what the fuck is a booga wolf yeah that's what I'm saying but he said he was having uh, no success lots of uh Fat chicks, upper body shots where you couldn't see the whole sure, thing. Sure. He, he's trying to find a woman with no kids. He's already gone through the kids thing. Right, right, But right. he doesn't want to. Uh, but is he looking like what age group is he looking in? Because it's like pretty broad. But he's looking yeah. for a woman with not seven cats or kids. Right. So and if she so doesn't have kids, she's got cats. It's, probably. It's, it's, it's one. It's one or the other. Apparently. So Grant's moved on to Bumble, ladies. It's your move. Grant uh, Nelson. Nelson. Grant Nelson, artist in New Orleans. 
Great guy. Oh, you showed me his work a few minutes yeah, ago. It's yeah. really great. Yeah. yeah it's hey, good. Google Grant Nelson New Orleans artwork yeah. first. Yeah. Check out his art. Then go to Bumble. And find yeah, Grant. Hey, fuck and yeah, I don't you know how Bumble works, ladies. You have to make the first move on Bumble. Hey, so uh, you reach out to Grant. Be like, and hey, he'll stroke back to you. Be like, hey, that art is pretty artsy. <laughs> Very colorful. Remember, you can email us at frombehindthebarcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your uh, your Karen stories, your Darren stories, your bar tales. Um, you can also leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash frombehindthebarcast. I'm so steak and wine drunk now. It's nice, though. There's a link on our last YouTube page that I made to uh, Rob, who was like, hey, I got a story. I'm like, do it here. He goes, I'll just text you. <laughs> it's like, I, I understand. You, anyone could fucking text us. Yeah. But, like, you know, we want to hear your voices, you know. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to play some voicemails. I'd love to hear Rob's voice on the radio. He's got a good voice. <laughs> He's a good storyteller. He's a good storyteller, but through the phone, you might be like, what do they call it? Like, the, the, the mid-Atlantic accent, you know? Yeah. Like, and the dogs ran down the street. And then all of a sudden, yeah, he had to I was go more than the teacher from Peanuts. So this week we have a dual Karen because um, this Karen is so big it takes both. <laughs> and I put a picture of it up on um, our socials last week, but uh, so I don't go into this place because it's. I mean, this place uh, is it's another pizza place on Tybee, and it's like literally two blocks away from us. But they don't ever get any business, and like I'm I've never known anyone. That go, the only people that go there if they mistake that place for being Huckapoo's. The only thing they have y'all don't have is wings. Right, and I don't even know. They might not even have wings now with the fucking wing pandemic. No, they might have to go uh, to do thighs. <laughs> go to apparently. fucking go to thigh stop. Yeah, so uh, yeah, because of his wing stops thigh stop now, uh, sponsored by Rick Ross apparently. I think he's like, uh, like he's got a steak in it or something. Just like he's got uh, to, just like uh, I think he's got a thigh in it, not a I steak. Think, hey, hey, I think Killer Mike is a part of it. Like, I think there's a lot of rappers that have like some fucking some steak and wings. You mean rappers out. like wings or thighs? It's <laughs> new. And uh, so I thought, like, um, so, so I see this picture on Facebook, and someone had went in there, and they were like, oh, this is their new, this is, like, they, did, they didn't see a human. Because the staffing has been hard right now on everybody. It's hard to get people to well, come Well, that's work. what they say, but, like, where I work, we haven't had staffing issues at all, because the people that work there like... Like working there. Like working there, and they, they get paid well. Yeah. And, and, and y'all haven't slowed down. And I mean, we don't slow down ever to, to hardly. Full service. Yeah. Even when you had parking lot tables, right, we were yeah. still busy. We were still busy no matter what because not only our local following, but just like, you know. Like, and you're outside. It's, and we're outside. It's, I mean, so even the inside is yeah. outside. So I see this picture of this other pizza place, which is two blocks away. The first thing I noticed about the picture was, so at Huckapoo's, at our inside bar, our ceiling is covered with records, like record sleeves. And actually, tragically, a lot of those records have are actually- Have the vinyl in that there Have still. the actual fucking vinyls in there. So like- My father I, donates them to the, to the Yeah, yeah. So the cause. we have, so we, they never fall down. They're put in there with fucking sheetrock screws. So when people- Okay, I was always yeah, wondered. So when people donate them, I just go through them and pick out any choice cherry shit and I yeah. bring it home and then the rest just fucking sit in the back forever. So I look at this picture and the first thing I noticed was their ceiling was covered in something. And it was like old six packs, like the carrier six pack cardboard cases. Okay, they were they've they've been stapling those to the roof. And I'm not saying 
I'm not saying that they're like fucking biting off a piece of the fucking Huckapoo's a, nostalgia or a something. A piece of like that, that pie. But it certainly <laughs> looks derivative it, it of does what sound derivative of what the fucking Huckapoo ceiling looks. I haven't like. been in there since they bought that building. I've so never George's. I've never set foot in there since George's, George's which yeah. was George's was like 2007 or eight or yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, all right, so the other part of the picture was a giant fucking screen. It looked like, like they have at McDonald's now, but it was called Karen the Kiosk. <laughs> and so it was a giant, you know, TV screen that was like touchscreen or whatever where you do all your ordering. But the thing was, they had post-it, not post-it notes, but they had taped pieces of paper up onto this fucking thing that said, we love our staff, but we just can't clone them, and no one wants to come to work because of all the free handouts or some shit like that. All the free handouts that aren't happening that anymore. I, I haven't seen a fucking handout. I mean, as far as I know, they stopped doing the extra unemployment in June, so now you just get base, which is not like, it's like 350 a month. It's not a lot. Not, not enough, enough to, to stay live, home. Yeah. And it's not enough to not go get a fucking job. But it might be enough to not work at Lighthouse. But see, that's what I'm saying. See, everything that I've seen from places that are like, oh, we can't have any staff because everyone's getting a handout or people who don't want to work or they're too lazy. And I'll look at the place that's saying that. Yes. Most of them are kind of shitty employers. I'm like, no one wants to fucking work for you. Yeah. They don't want to get fucking paid less than they should. And they don't want to deal with your fucking dumbass, whatever. Yeah. Your, your management or your bad customers and maybe get COVID. So they don't want to deal with all or of that. Or your fucking bad customers because treating you like shit and your fucking employer treating you like shit. Yeah, there's no fucking much. There's no fucking reward there. That's why we haven't had, we've had, we've had kitchen problems a little bit, but the front of the house has stayed strong the whole way through. And a lot of local restaurants, you know, I know people that manage a few restaurants. My boy Larry, shot Larry, manages Churchill's. He's kept his staff saw because he treats them right. He gives them days off. They close for a while, one day a week, just to give. Yeah. Like, like Caitlin did it at uh, Bubba Gumbo's. Yeah. She was like, look, we're going to close on Tuesdays just so we know, you all know you've got a day off. Right. Every week, guarantee this is your yeah. day off. Even until, though we're short staff and we need all of you. Yeah. But that one but day we're a week. we're going to take that, yeah. Yeah, we'll suffer that day until we have enough staff yeah. to make sure you're at least getting a day or two off a week. Not like other places that are like, oh, we'll just open at 11 and close at 8 and then give everyone a single shift instead of. That's a that's a novel idea. Inst instead of having to pay them for doubles, we'll close before the sun goes down. During the, the summer, during the fucking yeah, it's crazy. It's like a n weird idea. Yeah, so Papa's barbecue <laughs> closes at seven now on Fridays and Saturdays. So, it used to be eight. But it's see, down like to seven. And Papa's is a barbecue place down here, or you know, well in Savannah at least. And like good barbecue places, they close at like fucking two in the afternoon because they ran out of all the fucking right. meat that they smoked the day before because barbecue is not that it's long. not cooked to order. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying, it's like, you run out of it. Like, you know, you cook enough for the next day or whatever. Yeah, and then that's what you do. But, yeah, they, they, they close at 7. They're just going to close no matter what. I used to – I called there a year ago. You know, they were just doing takeout only. It was 8.30. I'm like, hey, I want to get some fried shrimp. And the guy's like, oh, we're closed. I'm like, oh, <laughs> got me. So, yeah, I want to get the large fried oh, shrimp. And he's like, we, we are closed. I'm like, why? He goes, I don't know. I do not know. He was confused by it also. He was, was, he like, was perplexed by it, too. And at the time, we knew the manager there, and, uh, and Greg had said to me, he's like, the owners want to close at 8. And then when he left, they went to 7. To 7. I just can't see closing for dinner on a Friday or Saturday. You're not even open. The sun out. You're not even open good yet until yeah. 5.30 or 6. Yeah. Like, who's coming out to eat before five, like dinner before 5.30? Yeah, I, mean, I get on a Sunday. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah you've but been this to, is a fucking Friday. You're getting barbecue, so you've been to church. You get, you get yeah. that, get your barbecue, you're tired. But not on a Friday or Saturday. Yeah, that's crazy. They have secret good fried shrimp there. Yeah. Like, it's one of their yeah. best things. There's a barbecue place on Tybee, unmentionable. But 
the only thing you want to get there is fucking their fried oh, shrimp yeah. because they get it from the doctor. I heard their right ribs taste like hot dogs. <laughs> you got it. Or hot dog water. Hot dogs with fucking ketchup as 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 a barbecue sauce. Oh, that was a that was a good burn. So the girl that took this picture of this other pizza place with the Karen kiosk. The Karen the kiosk. Fuck? Oh man, what a I mean I don't care how out of tune do, you do, are. Do you, with, do you, you gotta think the person that named that was, you know, fifty plus, right? I don't care how old you are. You or can't be that much out of they touch. Were like, ah, yeah. They quit they quit soon after. Yeah, or they got fucking fired soon <laughs> yeah. after. They're like, wait a minute, Karen. What hey now, I've been hey. called that eighty five times this year. Is that what that means? What the fuck? Is that what this haircut symbolizes? So you're doing all this shit yourself. And then at the end it asks for a gratuity. What? After you do all the work, they're like, Hey, tip me for you being So then she was like, Who the fuck am I tipping? Yeah. Because if you own this fucking business, yeah. I'm definitely not tipping the owner of this no. fucking business. You don't tip at a fast food place? Uh, so uh, I mean, if anything, I would tip at Chick-fil-A, but like, they're like, it's my pleasure. Right. I yeah. don't want this. And they deserve, but you would be tipping a fucking an employee. Yeah. You wouldn't be tipping. A good Christian employee. You wouldn't be tipping Dan Cathy or whatever the fuck yeah. his dumbass name is. Some, some, some gay basher. And the thing is, like, uh, I, 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 I love the gays. I'm a, I'm a. Oh, yeah. You've married, you've married some, some I've gay married, people. I've married gays before. But that doesn't stop me from getting chicken sandwiches. The Lord's chicken is fantastic. <laughs> and I, look, I've tried all the competing sandwiches except for Burger King, which is supposed to be good, but it's just so uh, But you know it's not going to be a Chick-fil-A. It's just not as you good as Chick-fil-A. You know it's Chick-fil-A. not going to be Chick-fil-A. If Chick-fil-A would make a spicy chicken sandwich 50% larger, I would never even look at Popeye's when I would buy again. That's the only thing about Popeye's. Their sandwich is a little bit bigger, so I only need to eat one. The only time I was ever going to try it, there's a fucking 40-car line. So. It's still up. And you want to see a line? Sunday. It is ridiculous. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Because Chick-fil-A is right down the street. And you can ride by and be like, not today. Well, I was going to, so our, our Popeyes, well, the one that I know in Savannah, is located really close to the fucking Home Depot. And I was going to the Home Depot one day, and I got caught in a traffic jam, which I thought was the typical skid away victory traffic, yeah, which term, is like the a- the Truman area is terrible. Which is a high traffic corridor here in Savannah. I thought I thought that's what it was. <laughs> you thought you were. In the Once I got line? close, it was because of the line coming out of the fucking Popeyes came all the way into the fucking to the main thoroughfare. Oh yeah, people were having to merge to get, around. To get away. It was fucking crazy. Oh, the first time Fro went, he waited forty. No, he didn't go. His wife went when he was in the hospital. He waited forty-five minutes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing. Like I went the first time I went is because I rode by. I had already had lunch. I wasn't even that hungry, but there wasn't a long well, you line. you rode by and saw the opportunity and so because I just there got wasn't in the a line. line. That, and yeah. I got in, and I... That'd be about the only way. Yeah. yeah. And then the next time I went, it was the same situation. <laughs> I rode by and was... Actually, I was going to Saigon Bistro to get pho. Yeah. I was like, I can eat the pho later. I'll grab And the chicken friend. sandwich is great. And it's, it's kind of crickly and craggly, right? Yeah. Like, it's got a lot of, and like, crunchy bits on it. The pickles are thicker. But are they dill pickles or, or bread and butter pickles? Uh, I think they're dill. They're, okay. they're, they're, no. not as cr- they're not as crunchy. Understood, but... I hate bread. I hate like the bread and butter pickle. The sweet pickle. I hate yeah. the sweet pickle. Remember sweet pickles when we were kids? The books. There was like no. a thing of books that came in like a like a school bus little container, and you'd pull no. Them out they small. were called sweet. Pickles. It was like okay, you went from sweet pickles to Berenstein Bears. So right. they were like very Baron Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears. S T A I N. I didn't mean to dead name Berenstein. Holy shit! Well, the thing was like talk about the Mandela effect. Like that was super real to me. Yeah. Because I was S T I N. Yeah, for all my life. I never thought Mandela was dead. I, I knew he was in prison, <laughs> but the Baron and I like I, I literally had to fucking I, I had to research it for like an oh, hour. Oh yeah, that was uh, I think your mom's house got me telling <laughs> how to say it correctly. And I was oh like, right, oh, no. See, uh, man, I discovered it like a year before they said it on your mom's house, and I was like, this is fuck. It was on Reddit. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. 
S T A I N. Yeah. Yeah. Had That's no just idea. real as fuck. So yeah, you're at this fucking Karen kiosk, no employees. And I wonder if like, does he complain if you push buttons too fast? <laughs> we kind of need to maybe go by and investigate. I've, this. I feel like I fucking have to, but I, I like, it's not that as if we have a rivalry with them because it, it it's, just, it's not a rivalry when you're the Jordan Chicago bulls and they're, I don't know, Croatia's basketball team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fucking Lithuania in the mid-90s or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not a rivalry. But the thing is, I, it was just, it was super surprising to see that they had, like, stapled shit to their ceiling. That was, like... That's, uh, that's a very odd I move. know, man. I, that, that's, what, that's what took me most by surprise. So then, like... Maybe now, they'll have wings tonight in the quarter. <laughs> so the fucking wing pandemic, like, might the, be the worse wing, than the that. The wing-demic? Yeah, yeah the wing-demic might be... Because we mentioned it earlier, but now... Wingstop is thigh stop. Yep, and Buffalo Wild Wings has Buffalo Wild Buffalo thighs. Wild thighs now, and then our local place, the quarter. Well, in week this has been seven this times. Will be now. Seven weeks. Tonight will be eight. And we used to think that the wings were what kept them afloat. I mean, they they sell lots of beer and liquor. Yeah, but and like, burgers, but like ninety ninety percent of the time, if I was going to eat there, wings were a part of a whatever part of it was. It. I might get egg rolls too. I might get a basket of French fries. I might get some onion rings. But, but definitely, but wings. I was getting wings, and I was either get and they have you can mix flavors, so you can get hot yaki, you can get hot lemon yaki, you can get hot slappy mama yaki. Yeah, I was you telling know, Shay about this again the other night on Saturday when we were at, we saw you. Yeah, and Shay was like, "Well, now I kind of want some wings." I was like, well, "Don't call the quarter." He called the crowbar, got twenty wings to go, and you know what they had? Big fat. So wings. so the, so there's a shortage. So we're start we're we're just starting to figure this out, and with the new thigh stop and uh, buffalo yeah. wild thighs. Which we love thighs. Don't yeah, of course. Wrong. I prefer thighs, but that's not going to be the same. Not as a buff- as a chicken not as a buffalo. Not fried as a buffalo wing. fried wing. No, yeah. not at all. Breaded or a not. thigh is a two hander. Right, and I love. I mean, thigh is my favorite part of the chicken. But it's you can't eat. It's not. I'm not going to get a ten piece yeah. thigh. You can't fucking, uh, you know, it's the difference between jam and jelly. Oh, and what did the wing stop had? The thigh stop has boneless thighs. What the fuck is a boneless thigh? I've I've taken bones out of thighs before and cooked them in curries. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean to get that flavor out of there. But, but not yeah. a handheld boneless thigh. That I'm, just I'm intrigued by that idea, but I only want one. You think they'll sell me just one one boneless thigh? Let me get one rib. You know, let me let me try. Yeah, <laughs> let me get one rib. <laughs> let me get one. Let me get one. Karen, rib. I would like one rib. <laughs> yeah. Does so, Karen complain when you push the wrong buttons and <laughs> she yells at you? I was about to say, like, if it's named Karen, it better have some some sort of fucking... And, and it was yellow, some, blonde. It some, was blonde. <laughs> it was definitely blonde. It definitely... All those things taped to it, it looked just like a fucking bad dye job on a yeah. fucking Karen haircut. <laughs> but I'm like, does it, does it, does it tell you... Does it, uh, does it say, I want to talk to your manager <laughs> after you press the wrong button or yeah, something? Yeah, you mess up. It's like, okay, we're getting manager for I want to talk to your personal manager. <laughs> I want to talk to your assistant. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's such a it's a, it's a Karen move almost because you're blaming society for you not being able for to staff, you not being a good a good owner uh, owner or employer or yeah because they've got another location on the other end of the island that's open yeah. and thriving apparently so because they get all the walk by traffic there so like so uh, us and, and I, I tell folks they're down there like look I, Tybee Island Pizza is where I send them down that side you're south end yeah. go to Tybee Island Pizza see Jeremy they'll take good care of you their pizza's a little bit better in my mind anyways granted yeah. I haven't had Lighthouse in mm. I don't know in a in a Karen's Eve yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a long in time in a Karen night in a, yeah. in a Fort Karen in a night in a Fort Karen <laughs> but um but down there on the so at Huckapoo's 
You're there, it's, nowhere else. It's referral basis. Anyone that comes in doesn't just walk by it because we're situated in such a way that you're not just going to walk by. They don't find your it. website from, yeah, yeah, from exactly. 1989. <laughs> if you put us into the GPS, if you put our address into the GPS, which is an actual address, it's 1213 US Highway 80. It takes you to the fucking IGA, which is like literally in the middle oh, of the Oh, does it? Island. Yeah. <laughs> so when people try and GPS us, like I get calls, like 30% of the calls I get every night are people calling back after they've ordered takeout food. They're like, hey, we're at uh, the IGA. Um, are you, are you guys like the next block over? I'm like, no, you got sort of. Like, you you're a mile turn, away. You got to turn all the way around and head like you're going all the way off the island almost. So since I moved off island, I Uber back to type when I go out. Some like every other time, I'll Uber out here, and I'd say 60 percent of the time, the cab driver's like, "Where are we going?" I'm like, "Down this road," and they're like, "This guy gonna rob me down here?" Because it doesn't look like you're going anywhere. No, it doesn't. Yeah, they they fix the lights finally on the outside, so it looks like you're going kind of somewhere. But you get in the parking lot and you're at a at a lively yeah. establishment once you get down into the parking lot but when you first turn in if it's at night none of the other shops are open no, so it's, it's like sketchy. it's it's really dark and fucking <clears throat> but then once you drive down like a little bit you you know it's you're, like oh there's a happening loud place here yeah it's it's very uh people are a little a lot little of weird. ubers have trouble getting there like i'll see oh, yeah yeah it's crazy and i guess it's because like so another call we get on and we get these calls at like five o'clock or five thirty, and it'll be like this is Google. We need to update your business uh, information. And I'll, obviously, I'll always hang up on it because we're on a fucking rotary fucking like yeah. landline. Press one. Uh, <laughs> I can't press anybody. I can press the one. one I can one. press the receiver. <laughs> uh, operator. Operator. <laughs> I need help. Where the fuck is Huckapoo's? I want to talk to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna call Elon Musk about this. <laughs> yeah. He'll fix it for me. I had this guy come in the other day, like, like, and this could be my Darren, but um, he and I wish I remembered his full name, and I didn't write his full name down because when he told it to me, I was sure that I was gonna remember it because he was like, "Hey, buddy, I'm gonna get uh, two Yinglings, and you gonna start me a tab. My name's Jeffrey Williamson, whatever." And I was like, "Okay, man," because it was like six thirty. We're not who uses their whole name. Yeah. I mean, my name is nine letters, well, both maybe, names, maybe, and I say King or Clint. Maybe it'll become clear in a second, maybe, because he was. Uh, it was a weird interaction. I was like, I agreed to it because there was like 20 people in there, and like I could see him wherever he was. So I was like, okay. He wasn't going to dare you like yeah, last week, did I was like, yeah, Jeff Williamson, gotcha, whatever. So then he proceeds to walk over and get a table for his family that showed up. So it wasn't just Jeff Williamson. It was Jeff Williamson and co. <laughs> so he goes and sits at the table. He gets his family set up. He's got a server now. He walks back over. He was like, let me get two more. Uh, da, 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 da. I was like, hey, um, I'll get you these two, but now you got a server. Yeah, so let's close out here. So I, well, I was like, I'm, I didn't care about closing out with this fucking They're dude. four yinglings? Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. four yinglings, the $8. I was like, here, I'm just going to tell her that you got four yinglings for me or whatever. He goes, all right, man. Jeff Williamson, if you work here long enough, you'll get to know me. Oh, yeah. Oh, get long enough, huh? And I was like. Must be 10 years, not like, nine. Uh, yeah, right. I was like, number one, I've been here for fucking 10 years already, and I've never fucking seen you before. Aren't you, are you the longest tenured employee there now? Yeah, uh, Nikki's. Uh, Nikki? Nikki? Nikki's okay. the only one that's longest. Because it was Vinny, now. and then it, it was, was her. Yeah. No, it was me. I worked there like literally like three months before Vinny. But you left. No, I right? never left. I thought Vinny was like 11 years. Yeah, so I'm, well, I'm, I'm a long time. You don't even remember. It's been no, so long, been, I have no it's idea. Been, it's been such a beautiful it's ride. Been three lifetimes. <laughs> I was there literally like. Three months before Vinny. So the only person that's still there now that was any time before that was Nikki. So you're the longest nighttime employee. 100%. 100%.
So is that, um, that Eric guy in the kitchen. Yeah. So he's, he's like, like if you work, and I was like, I was trying to wonder how to take it. I was like, is he new? And like, yeah. It's a weird thing to say though. If you're new, did you ask Mood if she knew who he was? Because not was, that he ain't shit. She wasn't there, so I could, so I couldn't cross. She doesn't know him. It. He yeah. ain't shit. It really, if she don't know you, kind of. Yeah. And she's, and she's like, only been here like a few years. <laughs> yeah. Like four or five years. And she's only been working there for like. Four, Is she the four next months? mayor of Tybee Island? Yeah, possibly. If she ran, she'd fucking get it. She'd be the first black mayor of Tybee for sure. Oh, 100 and woman. Oh no, second woman. Second woman I forgot. Woman. We, uh, it, it took us until 2018. It's like, uh, well, uh, you can still smoke in bars on Tybee. Yeah. Everyone's still fucking racist. Everyone's <laughs> still racist and sexist. <laughs> Speaking of being not sexist, but, you know, women getting advantages, Venmo. We've been discussing Venmo for a few weeks here. Uh, Discussed with a local friend of ours about the posting on the Venmo window thing. Mm. And she said... Oh, like the window, the back of the... Yeah. All right. So if if you haven't listened up until this point, the people have been putting, hey, I'm getting married. Buy me a drink. Or, hey... The future Mrs. It's uh, all women, though. The future Mrs. Wilkinson. What was his name? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, The future Mrs. William S. Scuttlebutt. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Buy me a drink at this Venmo. You'll remember me. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, so we're like, hey, send them a fucking dollar. Yeah, for a dry hand job. For a dry hand job. Plan B or whatever. But we didn't think that you could send a penny. Yeah, and she, this woman sent us a penny. But Christian Christian sent us a fucking penny. And so she told me that one of her friends did it and got $400. $400. But used the money to buy the other people in the bridal party food and Ubers the whole weekend. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, now I'm, I'm okay with it a little bit more. Yeah, than but, but did anyone that sent her the money say it was for a dry hand job or Plan B reimbursement? Not or? yet. Not yet. <laughs> All right, so now, minute, t- now, now here's the thing. <laughs> Typically when you see something like that, you don't think that they're going to be uh, uh, um, that socially apt to do it with their friends. Yeah, they're not going to be. They're not going to be so uh, philanthropic with the money. Yeah, they're well, just going to be like, oh, fucking more more Jaeger bomb or Vegas bombs for me. Well, she said she put it on there for her birthday and got like two hundred bucks on Facebook as a joke, and I'm like, well, your girl, you're cute, you're young, that might happen. But I asked, and a, people know you. And I asked, I said, well, out of the amount of money your friend got. How much was from people she knew versus those she didn't? Right, and yeah, most yeah. was people she knew. I was going to say, like, I, I would love to know that percentage. Because she put it on Facebook or Instagram, whatever, also. So but, she got, but she also wrote it in chalk yeah. on the back of her car yeah, or, whatever, yeah, or and, shoe and, polish and or whatever. Shoe polish and, and virgin tears on the back <laughs> of, her, of her car. But got $400. like Over, uh, like, how long did she leave it up? I don't know, but we're going to Charleston next week, and you want to go drive around? I mean, I might, we, could, we might as well just put some on the how back. How far are we from homeless guys with signs that like Venmo me? We could use it. We <laughs> at could homelessjohn.com. Yeah. Hey, just that might be the fucking move. That's actually, the move, right? You speak homeless. Think about it. I don't if, have any money on me. Venmo me, bro. If, if I was driving, all right. So there's one spot where all the homeless go in Savannah, and it's the turnoff from Truman Parkway to get yeah, back onto the Allen Expressway, because they lit. Uh, there's a lot of homeless under that overpass over there. Tent City. I'm never going to stop. Shout out to our Tent City listeners. <laughs> Tent City, what's happening? Because they all got cell phones. Yeah, they definitely all have cell phones. So when I pull up, I'm never going to like roll my window down and be like, hey, come over here and let me give you $2. Like, I don't, I mean, I have cash on me. I just don't want to get close to. I just don't want to interact. Like, I don't yeah. want to interact with anyone. Yeah, at, at, at all. Out of my car or anywhere. Like, I saw someone uh, we were talking about the other day. We saw each other at the Home Depot and we're really close friends. And we both had our earbuds and it was like, <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, I love somebody a little bit more, but I'm like, yo. Like, if I saw you at Kroger tomorrow, both headphones in, I'd be like, sup? We've talked enough. We've talked. We've, 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 we've had plenty of time. Yeah, we, don't, <laughs> we don't need to get a steak. No, no, no. Even enough last, yesterday. 
so and I don't know if you asked this question, but incrementally, like what was what was each donation? Do you think she said a lot of it was ten and fifteen from her friends? I was gonna say because to get up to four hundred dollars, you could have like a person that sent uh, you like a, the, a bill. The strangers were dollars and two dollars and five here and there, the most, but the most of it, the big lumps were friends, which makes sense, you know. If we put up a Venmo for the podcast and been like say, and we leave it all public. Be like dry hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do whatever you want. Come to. up with anything that you want, and then we could repay it to other mm. Venmo. Not, not not all of it. We, we're going to keep some of the money. Yeah. We got to buy sticks. <laughs> we got this wine is and, not cheap. And, and mid 2010 Stone yes. Street to, fucking vineyards. Well, this is 93 points across the board, guys. This is not cheap wine. Dude, that's <laughs> for the three of you that know how much this cost. And so I, you can tell us at work. And I'm not. Bucks. I'm not one of the three. Yeah, well, I, I got a, you know, an industry deal on this. <laughs> Just like we got the industry deal on that fucking Yakuza honey last week. It wasn't that good of a deal, but that Yakuza honey. <laughs> My roommate, he saw the big steak that we had. He goes, Shout what? Travis for not listening Shout out enough. Travis. He'll never listen to this. He was like, what's that, one of them Yakuza steaks from, <laughs> from Japan? <laughs> I was like, yeah, they rub it down with bullets. <laughs> I, I, you know what, though? Forever, Yakuza steaks. Oh, now, now I can only, uh, I will never say Kobe or fucking no, Wagyu. I mean, again. I, I sold it at work. I'll be like, we have some of those uh, Kobe, I mean, Yakuza steaks. <laughs> uh, tonight, uh, we have a special. It's a 14-ounce Yakuza ribeye. <laughs> it's dressed with AK-47 bullets, katana knives. It's got a side salad of, of, a, of fingerless gloves and it's motorcycles. A, it's a, le- a le- level five Yakuza. Mm, it's tattooed with a, with a beautiful... <laughs> This here is actually a tattoo gun. <laughs> if you read it once, you might die. Uh, we hit it with a flamethrower, torture device. That's what gives it the, the crisp, craggly texture on the outside. When I come to your table, I'll cut off one of my fingers as I serve it. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't like the steak, yeah. I will present you one yeah. knuckle of my finger. Yes. And then I'll hit it with a brulee torch right at the table so you can eat my medium rare pinky. So how close are you to uh, taking uh, like four rolls of duct tape to work? And possibly taping someone to a seat because now it seems like an appropriate and acceptable thing to do. I mean, do. look. I don't work in an airline. Unless but. your parents make $2 million <laughs> or $3 million, you got to value your family to ride on Spirit Airlines. That's like being on a Greyhound bus and being like, my parents are rich. It's the Greyhound of the sky. And then when you say, my parents are, are rich, $2 million. And look, my, I'd, I'd be rich if I had $2 million. My parents aren't worth $2 million either, but like. It's not a lot of money. But that's not something that you cut. Co- that's 1985 <laughs> braggable income. <laughs> You're bragging about two million right now. I bet their parents, his parents are like, shut the fuck like, up. Darren, shut the fuck up, man. And why We're are you on our third spirit? mortgage? We're, <laughs> we, we have clout in this town. Why were you riding spirit? We had United Airlines miles. <laughs> <laughs> we are not that poor right now. Don't you, you have an American Airlines fucking credit card, son. Why are you flying Spirit? Look, if I'm using duct tape at work, it's on mouths, mouths, and mouths. I would love, and see, I they could can put it on their eyes while they eat. <laughs> Take it off, put it on their eyes. I could, man, or duct tape someone's fucking hands to the bar so they can't fucking <laughs> bang their bottles against the bar. <laughs> Just give them a straw. Uh, or, or like the fucking uh, the table drummers. Uh, oh, well, yeah. There's a lot of bar drummers, and they're like, uh, and look, I know if you're feeling the song, whatever. You're, you're, you like drummers a little bit. I mean, I fucking, I know about a little drum thing here or there, but what I don't do is sit at a fucking bar and go, oh, I love this fucking track. <laughs> Even that was too much for me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was like, no, please don't. And then I was, get, I was getting to work the other day, and someone was like yelling, and or like, commotion was happening, like loud commotion, and someone was like, 
you didn't react to that fucking those loud noises at all. I was like, yeah, of course I didn't. Because like the moment you react to anything that anyone does as like a as an outburst, then they think that's a that's a way to get attention. It's a, it's a positive reinforcement. And if of you their reward behavior. them with that fucking attention, then they're going to continually do it. It looks like, like a five year old. Exactly. And some drunk folks are five year olds. Are five year olds. A fucking bar is basically a drunk daycare. I've been here since 10 a.m. I've been here since 1045. He's leaving, not me. He uh, he also bragged to multiple other people I've talked to about being there that, that long, had, that, that night. That he had been and there they were like, I wonder who it was because he told me he was there <laughs> since 1045 that morning at another point in time. Not even when he said it to you, to other people. He was That was his like, catchphrase That's of the night. theme of the day. He's like, been here since 1045. <laughs> it's not Plymouth Rock, dude. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make you any better that you were the first here. It's actually... Yeah. Hey, show up for the podcast that day at 1045. Yeah, right. We're ready to go by then. Let me be on the podcast. You were. You were. Yeah, yeah. Congrats. Right, Thank y'all for listening this week. This was super fun. Thank you for the steak. It's a good week. Thank you for the Stone Street uh, mid-2000s Cabernet Sauvignon. Alexander mm, Um Again, uh, you can catch us on YouTube. Just look up Paxton Eugene. You can send us an email from behind the at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram at from behind the barcast. Leave a voice message, anchor.fm forward slash from behind the barcast. And our P.O. Box is one P.O. Box 191, Tybee Allen, Georgia, 31328. We will see y'all next week.